Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit, the horror movie review podcast for horror fans and fanatics alike. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, delivering horror movie reviews and discussions of both classic and current films every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for your twisted pleasure. Please be aware that episodes may include spoilers, and as always, I hope you enjoy. Dad? Yeah? Will you read me a story? Of course. Do you promise you will remember the monsters? What is this place? Do you believe in God, Mr. Hoss? Anthology storytelling has always been a creatively diverse realm of genre, often bringing numerous voices and influences to a singular narrative haven. And while this format produces a variety of tales, both terror or otherwise, there's always been the problem that with that variety arises a lack of cohesion. Too many cooks in the kitchen, as it goes. But recently, anthology storytelling from singular creatives, such as Ryan Spindell's fantastic Mortuary Collection, has resulted in an anthology horror whose tales of terror have felt like an extension of one another, rather than a series of random frights. Chino Moya's dystopian anthology Under Gods is the latest anthology from a single director who allows us to explore several storylines unfolding in an unrecognizable and very surreal future. Moya takes us on a journey through a future dystopian portrayal of an unspecified European country. The landscape very much resembles Soviet-era architecture, and the world is cast in a thick fog that threatens to overtake the landscape. But despite the world's post-apocalyptic seeming predicament, life carries on despite the horrors that are unfolding upon the city streets. High-powered businessmen walk through tram stations as prostitutes indiscriminately advertise their services. Meanwhile, two men drive around collecting dead bodies on the street and abducting people they encounter to sell to a meat market. Under Gods is very much an amalgamation of dark humor, dystopian thriller, with faint glimmers of hope that keep those living amongst this hellscape from just ending it all. To Chino Moya's credit, his blending of these narratives is seamlessly executed on. Each narrative is recalled as a dream of one of the two cannibals that we meet early on. The way the stories stumble into one another is like that of a fairy tale, never necessarily addressing the events previously unfolding, but having a connection that might be lost on the characters involved. The first tale, which is recalled by one of the cannibals, is about a ghost standing in an apartment milling about. 
This bleeds into an entire storyline about an unhappy man and woman living in a brand new apartment building. One evening, a man named Harry, played by Ned Dennehy, knocks at their door saying he's been locked out of his unit. Unable to reach the building management, the wife offers to let him stay on their sofa until the manager gets back to him. Before this questionable situation even arises, Moya tells us all we need to know about the couple in the opening moments of the segment, wasting little time. And now for a brief intermission. If you've been enjoying this episode of Daily Horror Habit, please take a moment to subscribe to the show on your preferred streaming platform or leave us a review on iTunes. And thank you for your continued support, and I hope you enjoy the remainder of today's horrifying episode. We see a scene of them dining silently over takeout. The man stares at his wife, who rather than taking this as an invitation to converse, asks him what he's looking at, and then returns her gaze to her somber meal. During Harry's stay, he becomes more and more involved in the man and woman's life, essentially facilitating the role that the husband should be. This segment is a great example of seeing how a simple act of showing kindness to a stranger can have drastic ramifications for all parties involved, and this is really at the root of Under God's commentary on the human condition. The idea that a majority of characters are doomed and it's their traversing the inevitable that makes for dark laughs and the realities of authoritarian constraints can ravage all that we hold dear is on full display here. This first segment effortlessly bleeds into another, so seamlessly in fact, you might be taken aback by a lack of setup for the next tale of this dystopian nightmare. A majority of Undergod's distinct mood that is ever present throughout all the different segments is derived from its bleak, post-Soviet muted color palettes and architecture that really foster the sense of loneliness and isolation within a sprawling city setting. There's the overlooming sense that we are all on our own. To interact with one another would inevitably lead to becoming a cautionary tale, much like we see unfolding during each segment. There's also the film's moody synth score, which manages to craft an equally unnerving atmosphere. It's the type of fairy tale atmosphere that you couldn't quite put your finger on the exact period or country the tale is occurring within. We just know that it's in a time and a place that we sure as hell don't want to be living in anytime soon. Now, while I did find that Under Gods greatly benefits from Moya's singular mind behind its narrative, at times, some of the stories felt a tad aimless or underbaked. In one story, a man must contend with his wife's husband, who they thought to be dead, returning home which reveals his wife was essentially settling as a result of her grieving for her not actually dead and very alive husband. It's a fairly straightforward premise that drags on longer than it should, which really deflates the equally straightforward ending that it has. I wouldn't say that any of the tales lacked Moya's enjoyable, bleak brand of ironic humor, just some left a bigger lasting impression than others. But hey, at around 84 minutes long, Under God certainly doesn't outstay its welcome and, overall, makes for a strange but enjoyable variety of dystopian tales. But mostly, each tale never loses sight of the people affected or afflicted by this authoritarian world. It isn't vastly concerned with digging at the roots of the cannibals and the human meat markets of this setting but rather how people's nature has changed, or in some instances hasn't changed, that are at the root of this particular brand of storytelling, and the film is stronger for it. So if you're in the mood for an anthology that dabbles occasionally within the realm of horror, but is more bleak than scary, and crafted from a singular mind that adheres to the established mood and atmosphere throughout, Under Gods is worth checking out for a bleak fairy tale of the doom that our futures surely hold. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit, your source for horror movie reviews and discussions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service and follow the show on Instagram at Daily Horror Habit and on Twitter at Daily Horror Pod for episode updates. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.